Pretty Bold Podcast. It's Court. This is Ashley coming at you live from Boston. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I like that new intro that we have, honestly. <laughs> God, I'm glad. We have a little bit of a different setup tonight. It's kind of intimate. We're having a bottle of wine again. It's a reoccurring theme, but we're at the table and there is no video component this it's, time. We're triggered from the, from the last <laughs> video technical difficulty yes I just hope you guys enjoyed that extremely long episode and I just want to let you know it was originally an hour and 45 minutes (laughs) like can you believe that we talk for that long I can't and we had to cut ourselves short we're like we were you were like Courtney we've been talking for almost two hours we must go yeah that's why you know the girl chat episodes are so fun but genuinely it's our girl chat and we can catch up for eight hours yeah non-stop talking So it was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed all of the insights into our personal lives. But we're not doing that this time. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're keeping it short and sweet. Yes, with a purpose today. But before we get into it, let's share some Boston recs of the week. Court, you go first. So my rec of the week is the Liberty Hotel. I went there for dinner last night and... I guess the premise is it was a prison back in the day and now it's a boutique hotel with various like bars and restaurants and I've seen it all over Instagram recently because for Christmas time they have the upside down Christmas trees practically hanging as chandeliers. They're gorgeous. But it was just like a vibe. We, uh, Matt and I ate at Clink and it was definitely more I think the whole like all the restaurants within it are going to be a little bit more on the pricier side because it's a part of a hotel. But it was just like a really nice dinner. But honestly, I would go there for drinks. They have like all these little tables um, on balconies as if it were like the interior of a cruise ship almost. But much more luxurious and cuter than that. Similar concept. And yeah, I would just look into the different restaurants and bars because there's more different cuisines within it. And it's just overall a really nice date night vibe. Did you see, I'm blanking on the name, but they have, it's like on ice and it, I want to say shuffleboard, but it's not. Oh, that. I did not see that. For I'm I'm gonna be upset with myself for not knowing this, but they it's like a winter activity, and you can play it outside. So outside oh, of what? their lobby, I think they have like heating lamps. I would assume. Yeah. Um, but you can go out and you can like play this game. So uh, we love bars with activities. Yeah, I didn't venture out too much because we were starving, so we just like went straight to the table. Um, but it was like a Wednesday, so I'm sure I would have ventured more if it curling. was like, that's what it's called. Ah, yes. yes. I wanted, a lot of sense. I wanted to include that in our 12 days of Boston, but I just never made it over there. And this always happens. Courtney will come over and she's like, oh my God, have you been here recently? And I'm like, that's so funny. You say that I'm it's going tomorrow. Yeah. Like I'm literally going to the Liberty hotel tomorrow night. And it's just, what are the chances that happened with Crossy? Yes. And it was like my number one place I wanted to try. And then. And you guys didn't try it for like no, six months or months. something. And but you, like, I went and I was like, okay, so now we have to go tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in Courtney's uh, trailing behind here. But no, no. But yeah, I'm excited you're going tomorrow. Maybe you'll see the the curling that I didn't get to see. Yeah, maybe I'll get to curl. We'll see. <laughs> I've never done it, but it looks fun. Um, and what is your Boston Rec of the Week? So. I had a bunch of holiday parties at work and naturally after the holiday party you have to go out with all the fun young people so have you ever been to Lucky's in the seaport no it's a dive bar so I've only been once before but it was way back in the day when I interned and we went for like a lunch not really a place I'd say you want to go for dinner 
but apparently it's like a bar at yeah. night. I mean, obviously it's a bar, but like people actually go out there. Like on the yeah. weekends, it's packed. It's really fun. I've heard there's it's like lines good, to get in a yeah. lot of the time. I've never been though. I don't even know where it is. Is it hard to find? Um, it's just like not in the popular part of gotcha. Seaport. Gotcha. It's like back a couple streets. Okay. But it's like a, just a fun little dive bar, kind of a vibe. It was so chill. Nothing like over the top. I feel like most of the bars like in Seaport are ritzy, like fancy yeah. kind of. Um, but yeah, nice little switch up. So would recommend. Very nice. I'll yeah. have to add it to the list. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a place that you'd be like dying to but go. But if I'm in the area or something. Yeah. And if you're in the mood, it's like a larger anchovies maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There was literally like a line outside of anchovies today at 630 when I was walking here. Like what? Anchovies is a vibe. It's crazy. It is. It is. It's crazy. Well, guys, we're really excited about this episode topic just because it's very relevant and timely. Um, so today's topic is anti-New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And we're calling it this because there's such a negative connotation with New Year's resolutions. And typically, typically people are like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And like it doesn't stick with them for the rest of the year. So we just kind of wanted to share our thought behind our new year and what we think of like New Year's Eve and how we want to go into the new year and give you tips and tricks to like make these intentions or goals something that's easy to sustain throughout the year and just optimizing like the time. So that's today's topic. And it was really exciting for us because we got to think back on this past year and prep for the episode and kind of put some intent going into next year. So it was almost therapeutic when I was kind of writing the show notes today. Yeah, definitely. I definitely need some more time to, you know, really construct my New Year's Eve anti-resolutions and all of that. Um, But I am excited to talk about it. But just to briefly get into it, before you can enter the new year, there's this big celebration called new year's eve and (laughs) unless you are one of like a rarity i just feel like the majority of people hate new year's eve like there is just so much pressure around it what are you doing for the what are you doing for new Year's? what are you doing to bring in the new year yeah and it's just it's never it's always this big hyped up thing you want to do like glitz and glam and go out with your friends Mm. and go to a club and get dressed up in sparkly outfits and at the end of the day, um, it's never really that fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, my fondest memories are like watching the ball drop with like my closest friends and family. Like that's it. Every time I've tried to go to a party or go out to a bar or a club, it's just like literally why am I here? Like yeah. everything is overpriced. There's a high cover to get in at a place that you would normally not even pay a cover for. And you're with like strangers that you don't care about. And it's just like, wait, what is going on? So I gave up on New Year's Eve and celebrating it big a couple of years ago at this point. Yeah. I'm going to completely contradict what I just said and say, I actually have fun with New Year's Eve because I have a tradition with all of my hometown friends. We always spend New Year's Eve together. That's cute. Last year was the first year I hadn't spent it with them, but we always do something big. And I think we went to like the Grand one year and we all shared a hotel room like downtown. And it's never that fun. Like we didn't have a blast at the Grand, but it was so much fun because we were all together. Getting together, together yeah. And 
it's just a reason for us to get together. So with that being said, Courtney and I are about to tell you about our extravagant New Year's Eve plans. Uh, So feel free to hate us. I totally understand. (laughs) No, but this is like the first extravagant plan I've ever had in my 24 years of life. So yeah, but I think the theme that you'll find with both of ours is we're not here. You know, we're leaving. Yeah. (laughs) We're getting out of, you know, the regular city that we live in and just trying to make something of it. Yeah. So I know we've mentioned you're going to London a couple times and I think I've already mentioned I'm going to Canada, but I don't know. I, we're do So Joe and I are going up with a bunch of my hometown friends. We rented a big Airbnb in Montremblant. So for all my stalkers out there, it's not too late. I feel like I shouldn't <laughs> be saying like where I'm going, but no. whatever. <laughs> uh, so driving six hours up to a little outside of Montreal and I'm really excited to like ski and I think that'll be just a different way to ring in the new year yeah and same thing though you're going to be with all of your hometown friends so yeah. that, that'll be cute that's a consistent theme which is extra special um yeah like ash said i'm going to london um and i'm excited because i feel like they have like a crazy ball drop like ceremony or not ceremony celebration <laughs> what am i ceremony? saying <laughs> <laughs> Um, but oh my god, I'm gonna be bringing in the new year at a different time than you. Wait, that's actually so true. I, I didn't think about that I until this either. very moment. Not that it matters, but yeah, I'll be celebrating before you. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't have a plan yet, but I'm sure it'll be extra extravagant or special simply because I'm in London and there's yeah. so many ways to romanticize that. Absolutely. But no plans just yet, so stay tuned. Yeah, I was supposed to be looking into booking reservations, but Mont, Mont I don't know if it's Mont or Mount. I think it's Mont Tremblant. Yeah, I think but that's French Mont. It's pretty much just like a tiny little ski town. Like, there's nothing there. <laughs> it's like the cutest little town, but it's not really a place that you'd probably go to make reservations. So I think we're just going to wing it, but I'm excited. It's going to be like negative 15 degrees. And that. <laughs> I'm going to freeze. You know what I was thinking about? This is, I know we're not doing tangents this episode. This is going to be five seconds. So many people have been asking me, like, how do you do in, like, the the Boston winter? Like, how do you do in winter being a Florida girl? You're allergic to it. I'm allergic to it, but I also, like, I'm hopping on a flight to Florida tomorrow. Right. You're never actually here <laughs> for an extended for period it. of time. But it's going to be really cold in London, so... I gotta figure. I gotta figure that out. But yeah. Also, nobody talks about this, but packing for a cold vacation is so much more challenging. You can take a quarter of the clothes that you would usually pack on vacation. Yeah. Well, I feel like in Europe, you don't necessarily like. You can go to dinner in the same outfit that you walked all day in. So I'm gonna have that mindset when I start to pack. Yeah, you need to be like big sweaters, like accessories, a good coat, some cute shoes. If someone has a recommendation for cute earmuffs, I'm on the hunt for them. Let I'll me let know. know. I want to do my finalized holiday shopping on Saturday. So if I find any. you'll be, Yeah, please let me know. I'll be I will. You. Yeah. But also, I um, forgot what I was just going to say. Earmuffs. Oh, <gasps> I bought something yesterday. What'd you get? I bought like a ski outfit. A ski outfit? Yeah. Don't get me excited we're like going that. skiing together. Okay. So from the outlets? That's the first step in the right direction. Yeah. I was in Aerie and they had, I mean, it's not a full outfit. It's like one of the pant overalls, like just black mm-hmm. plain. Like but it was snow pants? Snow, snow okay. pants with okay. like the overall situation. Yeah. So it's just one thing. And I would obviously wear like warm stuff underneath it. 
but it was on sale for $50. I went into that area. Did you see their sweaters? Oh, I bought two of them. I bet. We bought the same one. (laughs) So I I picked out two and then I was like, no, I'm just not going to get them. So I just put them back. I got a green one that had like a sweater material on the neck, like as a turtleneck. And then it was fuzzy. They had them in so many different colors. Yes. Yep. I saw those. And then I got like similar situation, but in like a cream speckled black just because I don't have sweaters and I'm traveling to cold places. Yeah, I've been on the hunt for sweaters, especially. They were honestly, Aerie's perfect for that type of stuff. Aerie actually has cute, reasonably priced things. Yeah. I would recommend. Yeah. Anyways. And, and back <laughs> into the episode. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's our New Year's Eve plans. Um, But let's dive into the actual topic and just talking about exciting things and why we find like new year to be a fresh start but we don't necessarily go into it like these are our smart goals and this is what we're going to achieve and like almost set ourselves up set ourselves up for failure and almost getting too granular getting too broad we just kind of go in with the general like vibe and intentions for the year yeah and that's definitely the way to do it because in years past I have said I want to do this I want to do that and then you're kind of setting yourself up to just be disappointed in yourself yeah so yeah and I'm gonna get granular for a second I feel like it's very common for people to have kind of goals or resolutions around wellness and fitness and like everyone eats like crap during the holidays and the winter is a time where like you're bundled up so you don't necessarily care about how you look or feel but then the new year hits and it's like I'm gonna be healthy this year I'm gonna go to the gym whatever and I feel like the reason why things like that don't necessarily stick is because it can go two ways they can either be like too I don't know like almost granular or like create these like things or these goals that are not sustainable or too dependent on environment so like I'm gonna go to the gym every single day or every single weekday if it relies on environment like that's very easy to be thrown off if you're traveling if you're whatever and then you get down on yourself if you don't actually hit whatever it said that you were going to do and then it's like oh well I kind of didn't do it last week so I cannot do it this week or whatever oh it's it's down the toilet yeah so it's easy to get off track when you kind of have something like that or you have something that's almost too granular and you don't really necessarily set up the process to achieve whatever it is. So if you're saying, I want to lose 10 pounds this year or something, it's very easy to hone in on the wrong things and like the granular. And if you're so focused on that number, being realistic, weight is one of those things that fluctuates and you can weigh different on the day based on your water intake or the lack thereof. And that's just something that can also very easily make you want to give up or feel like you're not going in the right direction if you're too hyper-focused on some of the wrong things and you don't create the habits and behaviors that take you to this larger idea or this intention that you have for yourself. So instead of resolutions, we just want to be a little bit more kind of almost like a vibe or an energy we want to bring into the year for lack of a better term and yeah that's kind of our my personal two cents on why they've kind of resolutions in general just don't always have like the best 
rep to them and there are ways that you can live differently in a new year and it's nice to have a fresh start yeah I think the way that I start off with kind of forming about okay what are my new year's resolutions going to be what do I want to take into this new year is more of reflecting back on what I did well this past year and what are identifying my areas of improvement so just starting off with the areas not like oh I have ate like crap, like you said, all these holidays. I'm going to eat healthy. Okay, well, how are you going to eat healthy? Are you going to, where are you going to grocery shop? How are you going to find your recipes? Are you going to meal prep? Is that going to be a goal? Like things like that. And then, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds. Let's say you want to lose weight. Okay, how, take a couple steps back. How are you going to lose weight? What gym are you going to go to? What are your classes? Do you want to just get movement in every day? Do you have no movement now? Because adding 20 minutes of movement a day is going to make a very significant difference. For sure. So not being so extreme. So I try to identify areas of my life and more, more of like how things are making me feel. Yeah. So it's like, how's my mindset doing? How's my body moving? Yeah. Like, am I out of breath when I'm walking up the stairs? Okay, maybe I want to, like, focus on my cardio a little bit. Like, yeah. things like that. So yeah. taking a step back and it's, okay, what areas of my life can I improve? And then also, just because an area of your life is going really well, I also like to identify, okay, like, why is this, why is this so good? Why am I so happy in this yeah. area? How can I take bits and pieces of that and then add it into other areas. Yeah. So your cup might be overflowing and your social, like how can you take that overflow and pour it into a cup that's a little less empty? Yeah, honestly, that's a really great way of looking at it. I feel like you can't move forward if you don't appreciate and understand what you've kind of worked up until this point. And I actually... I don't know if anyone is familiar with Indie Blue. She's like an influencer slash like brand builder of the Lonely Ghost. And she honestly, I don't know if she started off as a blogger, but she's she's a writer. Like she'll write like paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs on her blog or on her Instagram story. And it's like the most eloquent thing I've ever read. And she said something a while back that was like, I aim to live in like my higher self. And you define what that higher self is going to be. So it's like, I want to be, I'm going to be an entrepreneur one day. So my higher self is an entrepreneur. So you find whenever you're like making daily decisions or you're uh, taking opportunities, it's like you ask yourself, is this something that my higher self, is this my, is this going to take me closer to that entrepreneur that I aim to be one day? And it, I like looking at kind of like goals that way or intentions and just like setting up a new year with that similar sense, just because it's not, it's like you set this goal or not, sorry, the the wording is so trippy, but it's like you have this idea for yourself and then throughout the year, you can kind of reflect on that idea or that word that you set out. And I know Melissa Woodhealth does this as well. And then it just kind of like brings you back to reality and almost like, makes your day-to-day like goals or decisions kind of a little bit more accountable because it's like wait is this aligned with where I want to be eventually or where I'm gonna fake it till I make it until I'm actually there you know what I mean yeah no I like that a lot that's something I really need to spend more time like I don't know what my higher self is I don't know what those goals are who I see myself as and I just really need to take the time and just kind of where do I want to be because for the longest time you know I was in high school and then I had goals of going to college and then I had goals of getting a good job and then I wanted to get into my dream apartment and then I wanted to join Equinox yeah I set all these goals out for myself and I did achieve them 
And now I've just kind of gotten to a place where it's like, okay, my life is good. I'm really happy. But like, what's next? Yeah. What goal am I working towards? But it doesn't need to be something tangible. Like, for example, your word of last year, which we'll get into, was charismatic. Mm -hmm. Your higher self could be an adjective of something that you just want to make sure that things that you do throughout the year, throughout your life, like attribute to that person or that higher self that you aim to be like it doesn't need to be something tangible but I do understand I feel like sometimes you can feel lost when you don't have a specific goal that you're working towards yeah and I feel like society also puts a pressure on that you need to be working towards something at all times and realistically like not everyone's wired like that like it's okay to be comfortable right wait that actually just made me think of something so you know when I was kind of talking about the human design for a little bit and I was trying to get into that yeah so a part of that, I forget what the word is, but there's different, kind of like a personality test. Yes. So there's one called the generator. There's yes. one called the manifester. Mm-hmm. There's one called the manifesting generator. <laughs> and I'm a manifesting generator. If I, I'm a generator. You're right? a generator. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you what that means, but <laughs> there's also another section that talks about how, what type of manifester are you? And there's I'm sure there's a bunch of different types, but like the two that stood out to me was one of them is super detailed. So you need to know what type of job is your higher self doing? What does that higher self eat for breakfast every morning? What does their routine look like? What type of workouts are they doing? What types of books are they reading? What's their go-to drink at a cocktail bar? How's their social life? Like every single detail of that life and like people are wired to manifest like that. But then there's other ones that, are not detailed you just need to it's more of the higher level kind of I think kind of what you were saying like okay my higher self is charismatic like am I applying a charismatic mindset into my everyday decisions and like that's enough for some people yeah and that's how they operate they don't need all the details yeah so I think that's also interesting I don't know what exactly I am I feel like it's probably more of the detailed like granular sounds like we're getting into our next topic (laughs) I know (laughs) but yeah so just because like we say one thing that might not apply to you in that exact way but also like think of the saying that like you want to surround yourself with people who like you aspire to be like and so by putting yourself in the right rooms and in the right places you'll eventually become that so it's like your daily decisions and habits and doesn't need to be daily things either but like Mm -hmm. if an opportunity comes across to you and you're like is this going to make me be more charismatic? Is, is it going to force me to be more charismatic because I have to speak in front of a crowd and influence people in this like sales pitch at work? Like you should say yes as opposed to saying no because it brings you closer to whatever that attribute is or that word is that you're hoping to be at yeah. some point. So it's very interesting. And I feel like I love the idea of having a word for a year because – you're always going to remember that word. Oh, for sure. I can't even believe I actually remember my word from last year. I don't remember anything. Yeah. So the way that I I heard about it for the first time around this time last year. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's kind of cute. Like, let me pick a word. And I was like, what do I want to work on? And I was coming off of my isolated year where I just was so drained from everything. So I was kind of spending a lot of time by myself. And I was like, okay, I want to just be charismatic. I feel like I... Should we just get into like yes, our words of the year? Yeah. Okay. So 
like we said, my word was charismatic, but I was like, I really just want to channel that energy because I'm an outgoing person. I know I have it in me, but after the past year, I just kind of kept to myself a little bit because I was getting a little burnt out. So in hopes to get myself out there a little more and socialize more, I didn't say I was going to go out every single weekend and make all these plans because that was kind of stressing me out. It was more of in every social setting that I do come across and that I am a part of, I want to be the most charismatic person I can be. Yeah. I want to I want to put out good energy. Yeah. I personally love that word. I remember this is so random. I was in high school in I don't even remember what class it was. It was global studies. What does that mean? I couldn't tell you. But I had a presentation and my teacher told me that I was very charismatic. And that's a skill that can be taught if you really are striving towards that. But it's honestly like an interpersonal skill that sometimes you're just like born with or without. But there are ways that you can be more than other. It's just putting more energy into your social situations and making people want to listen more, want to kind of learn about you or be inspired by you. And you know what one of the top secrets is for charisma? What is like it? I how, wish I knew how last you make year. people how, how you appear charismatic mm-hmm. is when you ask about everyone else when you're not the center of, of the conversation. Yes. So you make others feel valued, listened and seen and in return they're going to think extremely highly of you. Yes, because people love to talk about themselves. People love to talk about themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I learned that in an Ed Milet podcast episode a while back, and it really stuck with me. Good. Clearly. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And so my word of last year um, was cozy, but like the basically I created a word, LOL, like back in the day. <laughs> I created like a brand slash word that I intend to do something with one day, but cozy pronounced the way you want to be bundled up on a couch but spelled k-o-z-i and my definition of it is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable so that was just my way of like putting a phrase into a singular word for the year and I just wanted to get out of my comfort zone more and like say yes to opportunities I feel like not in every aspect of my life but a big chunk of it I just said yes to every opportunity like I was a daredevil and it ended up like paying off because honestly, 2022 was, I think, the best year I've ever had. So that was my word. Whenever I felt a little bit of uncomfort, I knew I was like doing a good thing for my state or my future. And I'm happy. I feel like it really paid off. I think that really was you embodied that word for 2022. Yeah. Well, honestly, I didn't think about this specific example until this moment. But Matt Instagram DM'd me asking me on a date and I was literally at the gym and I was like, fuck it. How about tomorrow night? Like have not having any idea about him, like yeah. never having a prior conversation. Like I was a nomad for a few months of my life. I voluntarily decided to not have a fucking home. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to say, fuck it. Let me travel to Austin Texas and go to a Justin Bieber concert by myself and I like had this like random like amazing night on a solo date and then I I remember specifically this will be my final example but I remember being like Courtney you're spending like a thousand dollars on an Airbnb for a week 
you are paying like seven hundred dollars for fucking Justin Bieber tickets to honor my Did inner you actually child. Pay seven hundred dollars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For for yes. Oh no, I didn't no, know it was that. that bad. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> no. It was crazy. And then you know what happened? He literally canceled his tour due to mental health like a month later. And that's what happened a, a couple of years before when I w- wanted to see him in his last tour. And it was just like, thank God I did it when I did it. And when I had the time, like there are just so many reasons to say no to things when there's also so many reasons to say yes and just say like, fuck it. Like you just don't know if it's not your time. Like you don't know anything else that's happening around you. You just yeah. never know. And so, yeah, that was the era of 2022 and it really paid off and in a lot of weird ways yeah Matt and Justin Bieber <laughs> the two examples that come to mind I hate myself I'm kidding. <laughs> the two most important yeah, men. Right? <laughs> but I feel like you can't move forward with the new year without actually reflecting on the past year I mean if that's not just so much inspo for picking a word like it sounds so silly but like look how much you accomplished with just remembering that word and like no literally knowing that was what you wanted to take into the year like it brought you so many opportunities that you usually wouldn't have said yes to totally what are some things that happened to you this past year that you're really grateful for so we each came up with five things that were just reflecting on 2022 and what we're grateful for so naturally I'm so grateful for this podcast I mean to think we're coming up on a year of doing this And I know we had our little break in between, but we literally have these mics. We bought this equipment. We upload almost every week to, you can literally watch us on Spotify. Like our faces are on there. If that's not so crazy, I don't know what is. I'm just so grateful and so proud of that. Same. It's real. I've never, I remember in 2021, I was just, I had a lot of free time. Don't know her anymore, but (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I need something to work towards. I need something to keep me busy. I need to feel like I'm making value, something valuable with all of this extra time. You know, my biggest fear is I'm going to wake up one day and look at my life and be like, what did I do? So I have that fear too. I think in the very beginning, if you've been listening from the beginning, you've heard I I wanted to start this because I needed a hobby. I just needed something to do. So this was a huge accomplishment for me. And I love that I get to do this with you, Court. And it's a nice charismatic way to like, I don't know, talk to people and have a conversation and put myself in uncomfortable situations. Like it's brought me so much joy and simple things. We bring up Wicked all the time, but that is just such a cool opportunity like let's say this podcast ends tomorrow and I don't it was just this one year I'm so grateful for it because of the memories and the experiences and already the people that I've met yeah so I could not agree more and you kind of made me laugh when you said like the uncomfortable (laughs) because we talked in a previous episode about how humbling it is to people like oh my god you have a podcast yeah and just like the fear that we think about, it's like, what's going through their minds right now? Do they think we're doing this out of like our basement? Yeah. Do, or do they think that we're like macro influencers and we're very much not macro influencers no. and we like fall in between? So I just thought of that and giggled to myself. So I had to share. No, like sometimes people, I don't know, the podcast will get brought up and somebody in the circle doesn't know I have a podcast. And I'm like, oh my God, they're definitely looking at me like, what the what is, what are you doing what do you mean but then other times I'm like oh yeah and they're like oh my god I have a podcast too yeah. like I met someone in Mardi Gras and then we were talking about it and it was like 
I was surrounded by people who were inspired by when you're building something. And, you know, there's levels to all of this. Yeah. Some people don't I've, react the same, but. A huge reaction I get is honestly just respect. Yeah. And that makes it the all trigger. worth it. That makes yeah. it all worth it, honestly. It's just like, good for you. I feel like you should just go through the rest of your list, then I'll go through mine. Okay. Okay, next one on my list is I moved in with Joe. So that was huge. I mean, if you were to tell my younger self that we, I was, I'd be living with my boyfriend at 24 years old in this cute little apartment that I get to call home in the center of Boston. So I was in Somerville for two and a half years. So not only did I get to move in with Joe and literally build a home together, um, but I also like moved into the city rather than, you know, being on the outskirts a little bit. So I think it's just really improved my my social life, the quality of time that I spend, like everything, being able to walk and explore the city. I have so many more recommendations for when people are like, hey, you've lived in Boston for the past seven years, like give me some recs. So rather than blanking, I'm like, oh, I tried this new place. Like I feel so proud when my parents come down and like I'll walk them around and they're like, wow, Ash, like you're such a city girl. Like I'm so proud of you for you really know your way around. And I'm like, I do know my way around. Like it's just a really nice accomplishment. Yeah. Seven years too. That like is wild to me. Right. Number is crazy because I'm the same as you. Yeah. That's wild. It is. Okay, next one. This is the last time I'm going to bring this up for a while, but my boob job. Um, this was just literally something I've wanted since I was 10 years old. And uh, even a year ago, if you told me that I would have gotten that done, I would have been like, literally, you're lying to me right now. There's no way. Uh, so I think that's pretty crazy. Uh, it's just, you know, bucket list item, baby. On to the next. But that was <laughs> that was pretty big. Um, and then I alluded to this earlier in the episode, but so 2020, I moved to the city and I was just making plans after plans. I was going on dates all the time. Like I was booked out months in advance and I've mentioned this before, but I was so overwhelmed and I got so burnt out in my social life that 2021 came around and I was kind of like, oh my God, I just like need some time to myself. So I stopped making plans and I kind of just self-isolated. I hung out with Joe a lot. So then 2022 came around. And I was like, okay, that's why I chose my word charismatic. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to enjoy my conversations. I wanted people to enjoy their conversations with me. And I feel like this year I've really accomplished a really great balance of having a great social life, but also enjoying my alone time and being so more than happy staying in. And I just think I've honestly nailed the balance of doing both and very very proud of that that's amazing I feel like I need to work on that I have like this self thing right now where because I travel so much I I don't even have FOMO of like what I'm missing out here because I'm experiencing such amazing things that are also going to take me places later in life Mm -hmm. but I also just like I get back here and I also because I travel so much like I'm not here very long so when I am here I don't take in the city I don't I have barely seen my roommates in the past like few months Mm -hmm. because when I'm here it's like my second to have alone time it's my second my singular day to batch record two episodes for a podcast yeah you know what I mean and so I won't share my word for next year too early but like 
I'm like envious of you for having like mastered that because that's really important for like your own self like awareness but also like self-love and having time for yourself and your close ones and also being social definitely no I feel that and that's a great like resolution to take into the next year yeah it's also good that like you recognize that and you're like okay this is why I feel this way like I need to make a change here awareness is the first step people absolutely (laughs) okay and then my very last thing is I'm just overall really happy in all aspects of my life in my health in my mental health and my work life with my relationship with my family with my friends I just feel really grateful because there's been other times in my life where you know there was always one thing that was looming over me and I just think even honestly just in these past couple months I've gotten to a place where I'm just so proud of myself Mm -hmm. and just really happy with my life like it was kind of hard I was reflecting on this past year kind of thinking about what I want to bring into the new year and don't get me wrong there's plenty of things I can work on but at the same time there's nothing that comes to mind right away and that's kind of a huge accomplishment that's a in win. itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you're like, I drastically need to change this. Exactly. That's really, really special and not something that I'm sure a lot of other people can relate to, but people work towards that point in their life. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Let's hear your top five of 2022. So I definitely had our podcast on the list, of course, and Honestly, the one point that you didn't touch on was like the season one and season two. Obviously, it's been around for a year, but we took a little hiatus. And I'm like so grateful that we picked back up for season two. I mean, I never had a doubt in my mind, but I also feel like it could have been very easy to not pick up. Mm-hmm. But the, it just proved that it's genuinely something that we love and that we want to do and we want to put out into the world. So I'm grateful for allowing us the space and time to regain like the time and love for carrying it on oh yeah so that's definitely up there um I also have Matthew on my list guys I for the I was probably single before I met him for not two years but close to it was a while yeah and I remember when I had broken up with my previous boyfriend I obviously let things settle and then I literally wrote in my journal man hyphen if and I wrote down like the qualities of what I would expect in a man and like nothing less of my next partner wait I love that oh yeah for anyone single out there right now man if I actually love that yeah <laughs> And it wasn't anything crazy. And it wasn't like, I want a man that's above six foot. Like, it wasn't like that. It was just like, what do I want in a general life partner? And I wrote it down and I just looked at it, looked at it. And like, I just knew the list off the back of my hand. It's honestly been forever since I last visited it. So I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But it was just something that was ingrained in my head that like whenever I was on a hinge date or just out at a bar casually meeting people or wherever, like that list was just very front and center in my brain that like I just I honestly wouldn't care to give like the time of day to those who didn't necessarily match those qualities and there is something to say about like a list and a checklist and the things on that manifestation list was more so like my best friend someone that I could like 
sing and dance to dance with and not give a fuck in the world. I wasn't like I need physical attributes or like specific specific things because I'm now have learned that Matt had filled boxes that I didn't even know existed or he lacked checking off boxes that I once thought previously in my day that I needed to have in a partner so I'm Mm -hmm. not saying like that but I literally manifested him like he has everything that I wanted which is really special and he came from me being fuck it let's go on a random date tomorrow even though I know nothing about you which was aligned with my word of the year I really like what you just said about the um someone I can sing and dance with like I don't know why but that was like bringing a tear to my eye (laughs) I just feel like that's so true like you don't think about that when it comes to a relationship you're like oh I want him to be handsome and have a good job and treat me right and have these blah 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 and it's like no I just want to like be my total self self. like oh that just hit me where it (laughs) needed it to hit (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I wanted to paint that picture of the list because I feel like when you have a list it's like tall dark and handsome you know what I mean no I'm pretty sure you and I made a list like the year prior (laughs) and we why do I remember this I definitely have it somewhere I do too I think it's in the same journal that I have the actual more recent list just another casual night of Courtney and I wasting our time but like in the best way because it's a memory but like we literally wrote down like all physical, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much like 25 <laughs> characteristics. Non-negotiables. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but it's actually I'm wild. Cringing. Like, the way that Matt doesn't fill, like, a lot of the things that I thought I needed in someone, it's wild. Yeah. It's so wild. Like, dating and that culture is just so ingenuine mm-hmm. and like society making it appear like this perfect person exists and it's just ridiculous but yeah if I find the list I'll honestly post it because it's like <laughs> it's funny um okay so next is my nomadic journey which I already referenced but without Elise I basically was pushed out of my comfort zone to figure life out um and it taught me to really just appreciate uncertainty something that i I'm very well aware about myself is like when I don't know an answer, I'm uncomfortable. If the answer is yes, fine. If the answer is no, also fine. If I don't know and I'm like anticipating a response or don't know a plan, that's where I get a little bit more anxious. But literally it's like I had a a suitcase and a carry on and I was just going. I mean, I planned it out to a certain extent, but I was very okay with just going with the flow um, and it brought me to a Justin Bieber concert by myself in Austin, Texas. It also brought me, I ended up like doing some time with my family and it made me appreciate my family even more because it was time that I wouldn't have had. It almost brought me back to like COVID times where you were just like, you had no other place to be. Yeah. Uh, so it made me appreciate it more. Also this time I really appreciate when it happened because it kind of validated my feelings for Matt because Matt and I had met at the end of February and we had like practically were dating from the second that we met. And then my nomadic journey started April 1st. And so that easily could have been a time where I was like, Oh, like just fizzled out, fizzled out. And it obviously didn't. And it made me appreciate and validate like the feelings and the connection that we had. And also it got me excited because 
our entire relationship has been very fast moving. Also part of a part of this nomadic journey. <laughs> it was very convenient that I found a man right before I was homeless. So whenever I wanted to be in Boston, even like if it was for a weekend, I had a place to stay. Um, don't know if he appreciated it as much as I did. I'm sure he did. <laughs> but yeah, thank God it continued because otherwise it could have been like a using situation, but it wasn't that. Um, but... I was in a conversation with someone recently and I was talking about how Matt and I are going to move in together once my, this next lease cycle is up. And this coworker was like, court, like just like, there's no rush. Like she didn't tell me not to do it, but she was like, one regret I have is not living on my own. And because when you're, when you're with your person, like you'll have the rest of your life. If they actually are your person, whatever. And I almost feel like that was like my time to like think about it. If I had met him before I planned this like two month gap, I probably would have been like, well, I have somewhere to stay, you know, Mm -hmm. but the timing of it worked out where I obviously weren't in a relationship. It was still so fresh and new that me having met him didn't affect my two month or three month of just traveling and being my own independent human. Yeah. And so that was really special. Of course, it was like we missed each other, whatever. But like now I feel like we are going to move in together, which is going to be exactly what we want. But I got that slice of independence that I kind of needed. It's obviously not the same as literally having a home by yourself, but it is no, special. But in a way, like you've done so much solo travel. You've been everywhere. Like you've really lived this very independent lifestyle. That Always. I think that's a huge part of living on your own is – be having that sense of independence so that makes sense yeah okay almost done um I'm very grateful for just my work travel this past year it's been chaotic as you all have known and been knowing this um but I I literally continue to know yeah (laughs) but I literally went to Paris on my company's dime like that's really cool and not a lot of people can say that and not only did I go to Paris but I invited my boothang out there who like wasn't even my boyfriend yet at the time. LOL. No, I, I think he was actually. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you haven't seen me in three months, but want to meet me in Paris? Iconic. The, literally. Like, do you know how cool I seemed? Courtney, you are cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it was cool. It was really cool. So yeah, travel opportunities. And then honestly, just grateful for like the health and like wellness of my family and my friends. I feel like it's something that's so easily taken for granted and like there's always situations that just make you feel a little bit more appreciative of that and so that's kind of my list but a bonus one well because one of them was us about the podcast yeah so my like actual fifth one would be um like unexpected job struggles and I say that because y'all have known if you've listened to prior episodes that I lost a manager. She went to another company and I've been basically doing the work of like more than one human being and having like bad mental health as of recent. But these kind of struggles are now catapulting me into different conversations with senior leaders. And I'm on like a trajectory to get promoted very prematurely in my career. And it's just really it's obviously a lot of work and it's not like sunshines and rainbows when hard times hit you like this and this could be relevant to any part of your life but it has taught me that there just like is 
a light at the end of the tunnel, even if it does take a while to get there. I'm appreciative of the situation that I'm in because just over time, it's just going to prove itself that it is. And I'm just learning so much than I ever would have. And I'm getting so much more exposure. So although it sucks, it's worth it eventually. So I'm learning to appreciate the lows as well as the the high highs. I think that's really nice to hear because there was definitely a point where you were like, oh my God, I can't I do this die. anymore. Like yeah. what is going on? Mental but, breakdown. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's just nice. We all, we all know this. It all works out. Yeah. Everything works out. So no matter how, l- whatever low point you hit, you just have to remember there you can really is like a reason behind it all. And it's all going to make sense eventually. Like everything that you experience ties into where you are at this very moment. And you wouldn't be here without the lows. Literally. And you wouldn't be at the highs without them. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be able to appreciate the highs without them. Definitely. Wow. I feel so grateful. I know. Me too. This is like a deep episode. I I honestly, I've, I've wanted a deep episode like this Yeah, because it's the whole, I love, I've been loving our past episode because it was the holidays. We wanted to like be festive and talk about it. It prevented us from getting into topics like this, which is like what we used to do all the time. So this will be a trend. I love it. Shall we move into our words for 2023? Yes, but I do just want to preface this with, I might change mine. Like this is what I want right now. I just, I haven't done the full. That's okay. I just, I don't know. It stresses me out. Like kind of what we talked about in the beginning where it's like oh new year's eve there's so much pressure around it there's also a lot of pressure like with this fresh start yeah always so i i definitely want to take some more time to think about it but here's my word as of right now i love it (laughs) go ahead okay so my word for 2023 right now is i don't i don't know if it's one word okay i'm trying to say i want to be present so being present would it be presence yeah or yeah just present tough, right? present present, present. Is fine present. it doesn't need to be just one word anyways so yeah I want to just be present so kind of what I was talking about earlier I'm so happy with so many areas of my life and I don't want to wake up one day and be like whoa it just all passed me by so now that I've gotten to this really good spot I want to hold on to that and I just want to be present for all of the moments even like the bad and the good like I just want to live it in the moment and not put so much emphasis on the future and where am I going and what does this mean and overanalyze what happened yesterday and what's going to happen in the next 20 minutes and what I just want to be present for every conversation every experience everything you know what that means what your screen time is going to go down (laughs) my screen time actually is not that high oh really yeah I'm like you don't you're not a scroller so that makes sense don't scroll on Instagram kind of a bad thing because I feel like that's how people keep up with each other nowadays and on Instagram like I do not scroll do I scroll on TikTok talk absolutely no, you haven't liked my more recent Instagram posts have I not I just no I and like I'm that's kidding. bad I like if I there's literally anyone, don't know I don't know I was just saying that as a joke I wouldn't even be surprised though and then I get I feel guilty because I'm like oh like what's new with you and they're like oh I was just traveling in Europe and I'm like, like oh so sorry I didn't ask you I should have been like how was, How was your, your trip? trip to London? Yeah. And it's like, just makes me seem bad, but I just, I really don't scroll. That's okay though. Yeah. Whatever. That's on them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> my screen time's down. I'm enjoying my life. So whatever. Good. You know, that's why we're catching up in person. Tell me about your trip in person. Exactly. IRL, as some may say. That's cool. Honestly, I've always admired that about you. 
just the way you like you use social for what it's like meant for it like you answer like in like dms and stuff whenever people are sending things directly to you you post what you want to post Mm -hmm. and then you can you don't waste time you're not a scroller like you don't really care and that's where social media turns into a negative thing is when you literally are in a black hole for three hours just scrolling and it's like what did I just do and that's what makes you feel like shit eventually yeah and just going this is like kind of a tangent I guess but I don't know I think a lot of people are so addicted to the whole scrolling and like comparing themselves to other people's I've literally never experienced that until TikTok oh yeah and I was going down these holes and I was seeing all these people that are like I'm building my brand I just quit my corporate job and now I make all this money and like you just see these highlights and it got me thinking I'm like what am I doing with my life like do I need to be doing something and then I was like Ashley you're just scrolling too much this is why you've never experienced this before because you usually don't use social media like this so then I just quit out of the app and then I take a break from TikTok for two weeks and I'm totally fine again yeah like people say it all the time but you're not meant to know about all of these people's lives no in your life like the human experience is not supposed to be like that no no it's terrifying how much I know about random ass people that I will never ever ever meet in my life and I'm so invested in their stories and what's going on it's like disgusting all right what is your word okay I feel like this word has been thrown out a lot this episode but my word is going to be intentional and I think this is a word that will actually stick just because last year or literally 2022 we're still in it now but it was all about like saying yes to opportunities and getting uncomfortable and now I kind of want to like take a step back and be like I don't need to say yes to every single opportunity even though I know that it will like pay dividends and there's different things that will come out of it I just want to kind of value my alone time and things that I personally need to fill up my own cup as opposed to just spreading myself thin. Like I spread myself extremely thin and that's like the nature of my being like today I was, I'm getting back to the U S from London on the third or fourth. I don't remember, but the first week of January and then today I was, I was, or no, sorry, yesterday I was given the opportunity to go to this dinner that my company is hosting in LA on the 12th of January. And yesterday I like held my ground and I was like, well, I'm getting back to London before I would just be like, I'm going like, see you there yeah. for sure. I let them know. I was like, I, I'll let you know, like by end of week. And then today I found out that there's another, another event happening, like the day after that like I actually really want to go to and it's like with an ambassador of mine that I want to support and so then I was like okay fine I'm going (laughs) but I wouldn't have even taken a step back to evaluate the situation and if this like second event wasn't happening conveniently a day after I wouldn't be going but it's like the little things that I just want to like put intention behind like the things I say yes to the people that I spend time with the places that I want to go as opposed to just being everywhere with everyone no and I think that's really good because you were saying yes to everything this year and we can absolutely list out all the reasons why that was so amazing but at the same time if you continue forever to just say yes to everything there's 
no time for you to reflect on that and do something about the connections you've made the opportunities that that's so true made you connect with all of these people or whatever it may be so like you kind of have to find a good balance of the two so I can finally hone in on one or two or three things or whatever it is and like cultivate what's there as yeah. opposed to like just why you're so not happy having said, time yes exactly yeah. yeah exactly that makes me excited for you so that's the vibe I mean we'll see that's how it's good vibe. I literally was like Matt aren't you so excited after London I have no trips planned like I'm not going anywhere he's like yeah we'll see how long that lasts literally the next day I'm like well I'm leaving the next week <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck but no, this isn't going to be like a trend. So I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, no. Courtney <laughs> came over today. She's like, so I'm going to LA. I think you should come. Courtney, <laughs> yeah. we are in very different wavelengths here. <laughs> Literally, I can't. But those are the words. Love it. And just for the sake of what we talked about in the beginning on how like you should kind of pick a theme, pick a focus area, pick a word, and then eventually choose different things or decisions or focuses or goals or intentions, whatever you want to call it that eventually ladder up to that word. Um, let's just like it's quick high level, just areas that we want to meet for me, bring intention to, or for you be present in certain things. Yeah, I'm just going to say one like overarching theme because I feel like being present kind of applies to everything, but I want to cultivate moments of presence. So little things like spending extra time on my skincare routine in the morning, like make it feel like I'm taking care of myself. Pick a book that I really like and like, I guess intentionally be present, like in that moment, like have a moment to myself, like when I cook dinner, I don't, I, sometimes I get into this habit where I'm just running around and I'm like, I grab my lunch from the kitchen and then I'm working or I'm editing the podcast and I'm watching TV at the same time, but I'm also trying to spend time with Joe and I'm like, I'm not being present because no. I'm doing a million things at once. Like if I'm going to make myself a lunch, like I want to make the lunch. I want to garnish it. I want to sit down. I want to put my phone away. I want to make a Shirley Temple and like have it be a moment. A Shirley Temple. I forget you drink those. I That's really cute. love a Shirley Temple. <laughs> but like I just want to elevate all of those little things and literally in every single aspect of my life. I love it. So your word could be also like, uh, no, I like the word presence better, but it's almost like romanticizing yeah also that but I like romanticizing could be like making something romantic out of something that's not so I like presence better but that's kind of what it reminded me of Yeah, because I feel like there's going to be a lot of moments that are not can't really be romanticized yeah. but I can still be present in that exactly so that's your that's your yeah, one that's all yeah okay then, then I'll make mine super broad too okay. so obviously like intentional um there's different areas you could be intentional, like with your finances. Like, obviously, we want to like level up and be, have more intention behind the episodes that we put out for you. Can do both, so that can relate to different focus areas, and then you can individually create goals that eventually create habits and behaviors that ladder yourself up to those goals. Um, but overall, or one of my bigger things is like. I feel like I do a lot of things to do them because it's what I'm used to or it's 
I feel like it's going to be easier if I have to share my example. So for example, with fitness in the gym, right? I go to the gym whenever I have the opportunity to. But it's like, imagine if I had more intention. Like I know what I'm doing in the gym because it comes very natural to me because I've been doing it for so long. But if I had intention behind like what my three workouts of the week are going to be and how I'm going to hit, I don't know, like legs one day and upper body one day. And I typically, I do that, but I feel like I I haven't created like a, a systematic approach that like eventually will give me results that I, not even that I want, but like I'm not optimizing my time or like my energy in that one example. Cause it's like so easy to be like, well, I went to the gym today, yeah but there are so many ways for you to like actually do things to the best of its ability. If you put, you take the time to put intent behind it, you take the time to build out a workout plan. It doesn't need to be something super involved. Like you could find it online. You can build it yourself. It doesn't have to be this crazy thing, but just like that's one example of like an area that I could put more intent behind as opposed to just like I walked on this, I did the Stairmaster and I did my typical leg day routine and like yeah. that's that, you know? Yeah. Um, But that's one thing. And then also I want to put intention behind specifically like being decisive, which I don't even know if that makes sense, but like I am such an indecisive human that I want to like me too. And it takes away from like, it takes away time. It takes away like the pleasures of doing things. I will literally be like, I was in the freaking coach store yesterday and I spent an hour like going on like different, like looking at different things. I didn't even end up buying something because I got too flustered and I go like, that's like a silly shopping thing, but I feel like I waste a lot of time and I waste intention that could be utilized otherwise Yeah, by being indecisive. And it's like, it ain't that deep going back to our last episode. Like, yeah, nothing is ever that deep. No, I feel that. I that's, that makes sense. No, but. that totally makes sense. I that's definitely another thing I'd like to take into the new year is like being more decisive. That's just a personality trait at this point. But Sam's, yeah, I'm working on it. I think I've been better over the years because yeah. I'm just you're more tired. Aware of it. Yeah, you're just <laughs> tired. Just like, I, don't I don't have care. the energy to like yeah. go back and forth. I just need to make the decision and be done with it. Yeah, and be okay that I made the decision. But that kind of ties back to like my presence thing, like. If I'm being really present in the moment, I'm not overanalyzing, oh, how is this going to affect me two days from now? Like, oh, how am I going to feel after this? It's like, okay, what do I want right now? If I want this one thing right now, like in this moment, like, okay, let's just go with that. It's never that deep, no. you know? And if it was that deep, like I wouldn't be able to make the decision right now. It wouldn't come so naturally to me. So true. I love that. But I think that pretty much ties us up. Was there anything else you wanted to say? Just some takeaways really quickly. If you're thinking about setting intentions or words for the year, like this is just a general process that we both went through in creating the the topic and creating the flow of this episode. And so high level reflect on your past year, pick a word for 2023 to keep your focus areas and goals and resolutions, if that's what you want to call it, accountable, create your list of intentions. And once you have those intentions, 
create the daily, weekly, monthly habits and behaviors that bring you closer to those throughout the year. And then finally, I just kind of wanted to leave off with some resources that you can use to help you create these intentions or go into the next year with that blank, fresh start. And Atomic Habits is a book that really is like a Bible. If you're interested in learning how to like goal set and actually create sustainable goals, it's not like the smart goals that you learned about as a kid, but how to behavior change. Um, also I'm sure I wouldn't be, I'd be surprised if y'all haven't heard of this girl on TikTok, but Shelby Sacco, she like got famous on TikTok for sad to savage. And she created like a course and just a lot of her content is about like habit building and living in alignment with yourself. So she would be a really great person if you're looking to make like change in your life. And then finally I'll link out to this in either the show comments or on Instagram, but some people I personally love to follow for productivity and just like habits and feel good content. Um, Sarita Walsh is an iconic science-based human that just has like a lot of productivity resources and hacks and rainbow salt, which I'm sure all of you have seen it before. It's like long quotes and just like story times that make you really think about life and about like where you want to go. I love that. I wish I had people that I could like recommend for those things, but I just simply do not. Honestly, I'd say like Ed Milet, just yeah. like listening to his lifestyle. Always. Like I feel like that he has really successful people on and I don't really care about like what they're doing necessarily, like what's made them so what their business is, I am more interested in, okay, like what is their day-to-day routine like? Right. Like what are they, what, what's their foundation? So Literally. I feel like Ed Milet and honestly the Skinny Confidential, of course, two podcasts, but like listening yeah. to them, I just feel like they have a lot of great people on and it can be really inspiring. Totally. And Melissa would help if you're interested in connecting your mind, body, and soul, like through intentional movement. And she was the person that made us want to think about the word so I think that wraps up the episode thanks for listening guys hope you enjoyed hope you got a little bit of inspo yeah and hopefully this didn't make you feel so stressed about the new year and took a little bit of the pressure off yeah and hopefully you have the happiest and healthiest of holidays and that you feel good about heading into next year and you take away some pieces that make you grateful for this past year of life we're so grateful for you that we are happy holidays illy <laughs> bye all right